Hola, you're listening to Mi Vida en Spanglish, a podcast donde hablamos real talk, como es y sin filtros. Soy Marisol, and in this space, we say it how it is. Hola familia, welcome back to another episode of Mi Vida en Spanglish. This is Marisol, thank you for listening and joining us. Um, like usual, my topics arise from the conversations I have with friends, familia, um, and on this occasion, it is not any different, okay? Our podcasts are not sponsored yet, but they can be, so just hit me up. Um, you can reach me through my Instagram, at Mi Vida en Spanglish, um, and send us a message, or through our page at www.mevianespanglish.com and you can send us a message that way as well. Today's topic is a bit delicate, so take caution before proceeding. It can trigger a lot of um, emotions. So we're going to be talking about um, better the devil known than the angel to be known. All right. And in Spanish, it makes a little, a little bit more sense. Es mejor malo conocido que bueno por conocer, ¿verdad? Um, and the topic that we're going to be talking about is how we usually want more for those we love than we do for ourselves. Let's say our sister was in a marriage where her partner was cheating, verbally abusive, and manipulative, and downright hurtful. We would encourage her to leave him. I hope so. I hope you would encourage your sister to leave a situation like that. We would remind her that she deserves better, that she is worth a good partner, that loves and respect her. But what about when it comes to ourselves? Are we doing as we preach? Are we in a crap relationship tolerating or having had tolerated abuse or adultery or both? And did you stay? Why? Why did you stay? I'm always curious as to why people say, you know, everybody has their own reason, but I think usually boils down to a couple, you know, for the kids. So they aren't bouncing back and forth because you don't want to tear your family apart because you don't want to fail at a family like maybe your parents did um, because you don't want to fail, period. You know, like you don't want to be that thing. Or maybe your family has a history of good marriages and you would be the first marriage falling apart. So, you know, we fall prey to these Um, ropes that bind us and keep us in these kinds of situations that we're not supposed to be in. And I say fail loosely, right? Because staying in a situation of abuse or disrespect, it's already failing, if you think about it. Maybe we saw cheating and abuse as children and normalized it. Maybe we normalized suffering and pain too. You know, that false belief that love is pain and the marriage is arduous work where one partner gives all of themselves in exchange for a constant 10% in return. And, you know, you get the 20% on a good day. And that 20% becomes so special that we hold on to it and pretend it is enough to endure. We hold on to it with all the hope that things can and will someday change. We think that that extra 10% is somehow a glimpse into the magical change we have waited for for so long. And I said before, you know, we normalize suffering, I think, as children. And, and what do I mean by that? Oftentimes we have these scenarios. Uh, your third grader, second grader will come home and say, Ay, mommy, you know, Joseph was pulling a hair and he was being mean to me. He took my pencil and he pushed me in the hallway. And we get all these stories, right, from our kids. And what is our response? Ay, mommy, es que tú le gusta, es que él te quiere, you know? That's, that's what we tell our kids, especially our daughters. 
when a boy is being mean is because he likes you. How do you think that affects a child in the long term? What kind of programming are we building and what kind of you know foundation are we building about love and liking and caring for somebody equates to pain? And that's something that we really have to keep present um, in our words and the choice of words that we're using with our children. We usually don't stay for any of those reasons, to be quite frank. We stay because we fear the unknown. I'm going to say that flat out. I think most people use their children, they use their economic situation, they use their family, they use their past experiences as crutches, when in reality, the real, the real fear, the real thing that we are so scared of is change. We'd rather, más vale malo conocido que bueno por conocer. You know, we'd rather stick to what we know than risk the unknown. So it's, you know, it's scarier than staying and enduring. You know, taking the risk is so much scarier most of the time, I think, for most people. Pretending to heal, pretending to trust again, pretending that the pain is gone when it is just swept under an emotional rug. We make the choice to stay and resign ourselves to learning to live with pain. My friend told me that it is like having lost someone you really love. At first, it's very painful. And although you never forget and never stop hurting, you move on. You learn to live with it. You learn to live with the loss. Then random little things along the way, you know, will remind you of that pain, a song, a picture, a comment, a moment, and you relive your loss in silence because you learn that you made a choice to stay in this relationship. So you can no longer mention it. You can no longer be bound to that pain that was caused to you, you know, like, like a prior adultery or a moment in your marriage of abuse. You mourn in silence, essentially. You move on in pain. But are you really moving on? We blame ourselves. We blame ourselves for perhaps not being a good enough wife or girlfriend, for not being a good enough lover, for not being smart enough or attractive enough or whatever enough. We blame ourselves, but the actions of others are not our fault, okay? Each of us is responsible for the choices we make. Like I said in the last episode, we do what we do because of the gaps in us, the deficiencies in us, so we mourn. We don't do as others are. We do as we are. We say as we are. Do you understand that? I hope that really gets in your head, okay? You do not do because of others. You do because of who you are. That goes both ways in that relationship. You stay because of who you are, and they mistreat you because of who they are, not because of who you are. It continues because we allow it, but they do it because of who they are. But what are we really mourning in this relationship? The trust that we lost, the love that we lost, the abuse, the mistreatment? No, we are mourning the loss of our freaking dignity, the loss of our self-worth, the loss, the loss of our courage, the loss of our very self, our own existence, our essence as human beings, as people. I don't believe that we truly suffer for the damage caused to us as much as we suffer because of our inability to stand up for ourselves, for putting everything above ourselves, for not being able to say, que se vaya la mierda todo and moving on. We are the dead we mourn. Let that sink in. We are the dead we mourn and will always mourn so long as we stay. That is definitely no way to live.
it isn't living at all. Do you really believe that time will heal this? That you will wake up one day and the insecurities that creep into you when you catch your partner smiling at someone else or looking at his cell phone, you think they're going to be gone like that? Just one day you're going to wake up and it's all, you know, magic and unicorns and crap and it's, it's just disappeared. That the sharp beating of your heart and your stomach will suddenly stop when you hear that name, even if it's just somebody calling somebody else randomly on the street. Or that the indigestion that consumed you will stop surprising you when she tells you she is taking a day for herself because you don't know what she's really going to be doing in the back of your mind? No, it will never go away. You learn to live with the loss. You learn to live with it. You mourn it every day. You'll learn to live with the pain and learn to talk yourself out of thinking in the moment. You learn to ignore your instincts and your common sense because it is the only way to survive the decision that you made to stay. You never heal. You never truly trust. You just pretend for so long that the pretending becomes your reality. You're normal. So what do you do at this point? What's there to do? So what do you do? Walking away might not be the answer in all situations, not for all people. But stay while doing the same thing day in and day out and expecting different results isn't either. Get that straight. Believe it or not, you learn. You should learn. You learn to choose better people to surround yourselves with better friends, to expect more, to demand more, to deserve more. You learn. And like I said in the prior episode, if you didn't learn the lessons, they will repeat themselves until you do, because they must until you learn. You can let go and you will be okay. It will hurt like hell, but can it possibly hurt any more than what you have already gone through, than what you have already hurt? I hope that this episode really puts things into perspective for some people that are quite possibly in these situations right now, whether it be emotional abuse, verbal abuse, physical abuse, adultery, which is a painful abuse as well. Um, there's so many levels of, of psychological abuse and manipulation. There are so many levels of damage that a partner can cause to the other. And I really hope that this episode really puts things into perspective for the person that needs it. I really hope that you understand that, child, you've experienced all the pain there is to experience in this marriage or in this relationship. And at this point, moving forward without that sack, without that pain, is going to be confusing and challenging and draining, but liberating as hell emotionally empowering. And if you choose to stay in that relationship, you need to demand better, demand more and settle for nothing less than that. You need to demand it and you cannot waver. You cannot waver whatsoever. You cannot flake out on that. The moment you do, you go back to square zero, to square one. Screw it. You go back to negative numbers because now they know that you're full of shit. So make decisions, move forward, stay steadfast in that road and that journey that you have established for yourself and know that you are worth more. No human being was designed to endure shit from anybody on a constant. 
No human being. No human being was designed to be the emotional rug or the emotional slave of another. Do you understand that? No human being was put on this earth for that. I don't care who you are. So empower yourself however way you need to. Look around you and look at your story and see it for what it is. Forget the pink color glasses that help you focus on the 20% of crap that you think is amazing and magical and a you know glimpse into this visionary life that you have for yourself. Forget that. That's not real. Put that aside. Stick to what's real. If you see potential, how can you harness it? What are the expectations that need to be made? What are the demands that need to be made for that to happen? If you know that you have done that already and you're still in the same hole, then you dig yourself out of there. And you dig yourself out of there now. Don't wait. There's no perfect moment. At least make a plan. Make a plan, but get out. Thank you for joining us once again. I know today's topic was a little heavy, but I appreciate you listening. Um, the next topic is interesting and it's going to be talking about our kids. I really hope that you got something from today's episode. Again, thank you for joining Mi Vida en Spanglish. We are available online. You can listen to our podcasts uh, through mividanespanglish.com and our blog posts. You can follow us on Instagram at mividanespanglish.com. And, you know, drop us a message. Tell us what you're thinking. Um, I love to hear from you. I'd love to hear your opinions. If it's different than mine, go ahead. Conversation is exciting. We don't have to agree, but we have to love each other nonetheless. I hope you have a blessed day or night or middle of the morning, whatever it is. Take care. And don't forget to follow us. Aquí lo decimos como es y sin filtros. Take care.